no escape. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest. Another name you might know me by. Star. My name is Oliver Queen. You'll be hearing facts. From the strategic homeland. Just call us shield. Beware my power. Green Lantern's light. And here we go. Excelsior! Okay. 42. We're up to episode 42. Yeah. The answer to life, the universe, and everything. 42. Yeah. If, if, if you're a Douglas Adams fan. Yeah. I am Big Rich. This is The Geek Show. XShockAlbanyNY.com. Across the table from me is my cohort, BJ Ragone. Hello. And, uh, you know, we haven't been around in a little while, but that's because there's been so much going on and we wanted to have a jam-packed feature episode for you. Yeah, like, it's, you know, it's summer. Uh, shows ended. Um, yeah. Movies came a out. A lot of stuff going on. Lives happen. You know, babies. Yep. You know, want time with your, their parents that yeah. kind of stuff yep yep lots of stuff happening so, yeah traveling but, around i've been away i feel like i've been away like almost every weekend if i'm not away i'm doing something else did you go to williamsburg like, before did, our last episode or after our last episode that well let's see that was that was before because that's when i saw captain america Civil yeah okay War. yeah um, and then in between that, um, we were downstate for a little while, and then mm-hmm. uh, we had to go to Atlantic City for something, and it was just like, you know, I feel like I've just been going, going, going. This is family stuff, right? Uh, yeah, so, uh, friends' wedding, different oh, okay. family things happening, and then, you know, get-togethers here and there, and then last weekend was Father's Day yep. and everything. So Did Vera do anything for you? No, we didn't want to do any of that yet. Like, we didn't do anything on Mother's Day for her. We didn't yeah. want to do anything on Father's so Day yet. Next year, definitely, right. then. Next obviously. year will be the first one. Will be the first. I didn't want to jump the gun. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's no problem. I will, I don't judge. So, <laughs> um, is there a Grandparents' Day? There is, but yeah. it's not very, you know, it's it's just, it's it's one of those, you know, gift card holidays, basically, mm-hmm. I guess. There's, I, I, I honestly don't know when it is. Yeah. But I know I've seen it on calendars. So, I wasn't sure about that. I was like, man, I'm surprised that I, I'm no not a, mentioned that. I'm not a grandparent. I got a I got a while before I'm a grandparent. Yes, you do. I better have a while before I'm a grandparent. <laughs> or Rich is gonna tear this place up like the Hulk. I am going to buy a new shotgun when Terry <laughs> turns 16. You're laughing now, but yeah. oh yeah, I'm new 12 gauge, pump action baby. Hey, one of my friends put it like this to me at our gender reveal party. Yeah, he said. As it was revealed that it was a little boy. I don't know if I said that on the show yet, but it's a little it boy. It is a boy, yeah. Okay. And uh, he said to me, he looked at the, he said to me, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about a million dicks now, just one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's true though. It's yeah. true, but wow, that's that's one way of putting it. <laughs> that's what he said to me. Wow. It's like a, right after it happened, everybody's going around. Oh, congratulations, congratulations! Million dicks. Million dicks. My buddy Pat's a weirdo. Oh. If he's listening to this, yeah. you know you are. You know you are. Okay. It's a good guy though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so let's uh, let's talk about X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, we both we both saw it. Just yep. like real quick synopsis, because uh, my review. With some spoiler stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen it by now, for God's sakes, who, uh, you know yeah. what? I'm not even saying spoiler alert at this point. Yeah, this yeah. I mean, it's been out long enough. I yeah. think we can we don't have to worry about that. That was another one where um, but that came out Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. So a couple weekends ago, and yep. uh, it was one of those ones. I, I didn't go and see it right away. We went and saw it on Monday, mm-hmm. Memorial Day itself. Right. And uh, theater wasn't packed. I'm gonna. I'll be honest with you. You know, very yeah. mixed reviews from critics and fans and everything. And for me. You know, it wasn't, uh, I don't know, I, I think that it was, I think Batman versus Superman was better than X-Men Apocalypse um, as far as storyline goes, because right. for, like, Oscar Isaac did a really good job, but I don't think he played Apocalypse, at least not the Apocalypse I'm familiar with. You know, yeah. it was not very comic was, Apocalypse. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was, eh. I mean, to me, there just wasn't a real big wow factor to Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I thought there was going to be. Yeah. But they changed so much with the origin. Yeah. You know, I didn't get the whole, in the beginning of it, when they transferred him to another body. Like, is that his mutant power or was that alien technology? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the whole thing with Apocalypse is he's from ancient Egypt. He's the first mutant. Right. Well, supposedly the first mutant because... Marvel also says Namor is one of the first mutants, too. Right. Um, so supposedly one of the first mutants, uh, 
and he continues to better himself through alien technology mm-hmm. and everything like that. And I didn't see any of that alien technology, at least that was mentioned. Yeah. Um, it's like he got buried, went to sleep, woke up, boop, destroy the world. And there was nothing in between that showed me anything otherwise. Yeah, there was. It right? just. Yeah, it was just like let's go to A to Z. Yeah, and that was it. There was really nothing there that grabbed me, that drew me into the story that much. Um, Dude, speaking of, my buddy Pat just texted me. Yeah, the the guy who told me not to worry about a million dicks. Yeah, how does that happen? His ears are burning. I don't know. Burning. He's, I'm telling you, we're not live, are we? <laughs> I At least I knew we're not. I don't think so. I'm work. I'm working on that kind of stuff, but yeah. no, I mean. No. Or no. Okay, so... But anyway. Back to X-Men Apocalypse. We digress. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were I mean, there were parts of it that I really liked, though. I mean, uh, you know, I hate... I, let's go... All right, let's go over what I, what I hated. Okay. And go over what you hated. Okay. Um, let's talk about characters. Angel. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, it, it made... I mean, he's... Warren Worthington. I know. War, he's a... He's a rich kid. Right. Silver spoon in his mouth. Exactly. Ricky Schroeder TV show kind of stuff. It was like so like they, I mean, I guess they did a good job because the whole thing with him is it's tragic that he loses his wings. Right. And everything. And you kind of see that a tiny bit, but like, why'd they turn him into this, this like heavy metal punk kid fighting in these pits or whatever the hell it was. I mean, no rich kid would, I mean, would do, I don't think would do anything like that. I mean, I would think he would have the fast cars, the women, spending all kinds of money, you know, on mom and dad, that kind yeah. of stuff, getting in trouble. Absolutely. I mean, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, he would be like that repressed kid because, you know, of his mutation. Dad is, you know, very overbearing. Don't right. do, you can't go out. You're a freak. You People will laugh at you and that. So. Right. Yeah, where did that come from? I mean, totally. I lo- they they got his metal wings right. I will say that. They yeah. got the metal wings right, you know, yep. with being able to launch the blades or feathers, yep. whatever you want to yep. say. Yep, Archangel was, was you know, spot on. I thought he was really good, you know, just kind of like a mindless uh, killing machine. Yeah. And everything. Um, but I hated it. Overall, though, I just didn't like it. And then it, it, he's, he's dead, right? Like, they killed him. I think so, yeah. So, no, I, I didn't like that. Um, I thought that I was going to like Olivia Munn, but I, she was hardly in the damn movie. She was eye candy, and that's the only thing she was. Right? That's it. I don't think they trusted her acting ability. Maybe not. I, I think that's what Honestly, I, I'm not a big Olivia Munn fan. Yeah. I never was. Well, I mean, what is she really, I mean, as far as acting goes, been in that you're like, oh my God, like, she's such a great actress, like, they should give her a shot. She's been on television shows right and she looks great i mean you can't take that away from her and she worked really hard on all of the sword skills and things like that yep. for the f- one fight scene that she had yeah she but yeah it's just i it, yeah i mean this just contributes more to yeah the whole thing of being kind of to me just a non-starter and what about like how at the end of it she just she just left you know what i mean yeah like she just like left like w- during the battle, like oh, I better get out of here. Right, and she just left. Yeah, like that's not that's not Psylocke. Like, I I don't know. I guess there's a lot more that frustrated with me in this <laughs> frustrated yeah. me about this movie than I thought previously. Um, now is she, now let me ask you this. Yeah, Psylocke's real name is it still is it still Elizabeth Braddock? Yeah, they didn't really mention that. They yeah. just continually called her Be- Psylocke because I mean, it, from all the comics that I've read back in the day. She is Captain Britain's sister. Right. And which is why I have all those Excalibur comics. Oh, too, yeah. So. I was just going over. Rich got a ton of comics. You get the yeah. comic jackpot I did. at a local garage sale. He's got Excalibur here. He's got the Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries. A bunch of awesome X Men comics from the yeah. late 80s into the 90s yeah, and everything. Was... What'd you spend? A total of like eight bucks? Yeah, it was like eight. Maybe twelve. Oh my god! Total of twelve. There's like a bucks. stack here, all bagged and boarded, and really it's a stack great about about. I would say it's probably about six inches high. Yeah. So look at the price point on these two. I know. Dollar twenty-five for Scarlet. Dollar twenty-five, seventy-five cents for this one. For, yeah, I assume this Vision is a dollar twenty-five because that's the final issue of that Vision Scarlet Witch miniseries. Yep. Holy crap, man! Seventy-five cents. For the next caliber, I think, was a buck twenty-five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah, man. Wow. That's crazy. But that's, right. I mean, 
but still, I if mean, Singer is such a big fan of that generation of X Men, which is the comics that you got and everything. Right. Like, I don't understand why it's so hard for him to go to the source material instead of trying to create this universe. I know on his own. I think I I think he's losing it. We're oh, and I, I don't know about you, but I am I am so over, and I do not want them to bring her back. Jennifer Lawrence needs to get out of these damn X Men movies because I thought it was okay in the first class movie when she was a younger yeah. mystique and kind of finding her way. But then she went off with Eric Magneto. Yeah. yeah. And she was part of, and that was like the beginnings of the brotherhood. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and then all of a sudden she's good again in this one. She's, I mean, yeah, she's like, it, it's, stop it. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, if you play Dungeons and Dragons, um, it's like her alignment has been shifting from, she started with like, uh, not really lawful good, but more like she sta- she started with like neutral good, and then she switching over to like lawful good because hey, Charles saved her and made her a good person, and and then you know met Eric, and then kind of slid back into mm-hmm. into that um, not really neutral good, but almost um, not really almost chaotic. Uh, but I mean, just yeah, it's just she's just all over the place. Jennifer Lawrence is a great actress. And she's not, but the pro- my problem is that she's not playing Mystique. Same way Oscar Isaac, to me, didn't play Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. I like, think I think they definitely need more. They, they got to look at the characters more. They got to they gotta go deeper into them. They and, really do. And go deeper into, read, read Cullen Bunn's Magneto. Yeah. Um, read the new Uncanny X-Men books that he's doing. That is a great look at Magneto as a character. And why it's so hard for them in this time frame and this genre that they're doing it, which was 60s, first 70s, and now 80s. Magneto is a villain, and they need to stop treating him like this tragic character and everything because I'm over feeling bad for Magneto. Yeah. Like, I felt bad for Magneto. He did him so well in the first ever X-Men movie that came out in, like, I think 99 or 2000. Yeah, something like that. You know, that Magneto was perfect. Ian McKellen's portrayal of Magneto was perfect. Like, yeah, he was a kid. He was in a concentration camp. He got out, and now he wants his revenge on humanity because he thinks that he's superior and everything like that. Right. And then they put him in prison at the end. That's Magneto. Like, that is Magneto, and I don't know why we aren't there with the character yet. I I really don't know. I I really think Brian Singer dropped the ball on this one. It was so scattered. It was. It was all over the place. It, it was. It one, just wasn't really there. One thing I was uh, I was listening to um, uh, Marvel Movie News, another podcast that I that I like to listen to, and um, they were talking about it, and they said that the lack of humanity in it, like you didn't see a lot of people, like yeah. there was all this destruction. Yeah. But it, where were the people? It was a big action movie, right? Without any story, pretty much. Yeah. There was like no story. Here's you know here's your target, run, and that was it. I mean, for some of like the newer X Men that they brought into it, I, for the first time, I think I really enjoyed Cyclops in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, he was he's always like the, I don't know. I've just I've never been a Cyclops fan. He's mm-hmm. always just kind of like the whiny leader. Yeah. Do good, goody two shoes. Brooding. Yeah. I just I've never been a Cyclops fan, but they they turned him kind of into a little dick teenager yeah and i i enjoyed that well i like that character he's at that age where he would be a dick teenager right you know you know and then look at look at um i mean they had jubilee but, but she, she got little to no screen time whatsoever right. that was i mean and i read some some stuff online mm-hmm. where a lot of jubilee fans were pretty upset with that because it was hyped that she was in the movie well they used her in a lot of different promotional materials. Yeah, exactly i mean there was even there was even a video that they posted, uh, uh, basically like a TV ad for Xavier's School for Gifted Children yeah, with yeah, an 800 yeah. number. And I called the number, and it's Stan Lee telling you to go to the movie theater yeah. to watch the movie. But still, I mean, she's barely in it. And then they cut out the one scene that you know actually showed her as a character, you know, as part of the X Men, which was right. the mall scene. Right. Which I can't believe they. Which we that can't. Scene. We're we're not going to see until the DVD comes out. Yeah. Um. But I mean that from what I've read from a lot of people that got to see that scene before it got cut, was that it really tied the whole movie together. It gave you a lot of exposition about the character, about mm-hmm. those characters, about Gene and Scott. And, yeah. And Jubilee and Nightcrawler. Um. And that well, kind of thing. Nightcrawler was good. 
Night- thought the guy who played Nightcrawler did a good job. With Nightcrawler it. was awesome. It was He's... like a younger version of the awesome version that Alan Cumming played yes. in X Two. Yes, way way awesome. And I, 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 I think honestly they should do it. Just a Nightcrawler movie, in my oh, opinion. Oh, dude, but I'd sit there and watch that. I'd, I'd watch that. Watch him bam from here to here to here yep. to here. Like that's just that effect that they use on it. It is just fantastic, and they've yeah. been, you know, they did such a good job with the teleportation in X2, and they did another great job with it. Another thing that they did well again was Quicksilver. Yeah. I thought he stole the movie once again. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's not really the kind of Quicksilver that I'm familiar with. I guess he's kind of a smart mouth. Yeah. Uh, in the comics and everything, so I, I guess that does fit. But I, I, I liked him a lot. Um, I, I thought Sophie Turner did a good job playing Jean Grey, a young oh. Jean Grey. Oh yeah. Um, but I think they're trying to run before they walk yep. with this whole Phoenix thing. They are. Because um, at the end of it, and I won't say spoilers because you should have seen it by now, I won't say it, um, when she, you know, er, you know, release your real power and everything like that, becomes the Phoenix or shows her Phoenix power, takes out Apocalypse, and then, you know, he says whatever he says at the end, like, oh, I was already here already, almost like he knows. Right. Like, they they did this whole movie. They had a great villain, one of the X Men's greatest villains, arguably the greatest villain. Right. Turned him into a one off character, and all to set up the Phoenix Saga before they've even really set up anything else. I think you need to do a lot more stuff before you can go yeah, into Phoenix there was, Saga. There was way more that they could have done with Apocalypse, and yeah. it just they could have made him into Apocalypse. I thought like yeah. the dream sequence thing with Xavier was like the first real glimpse of like apocalypse being apocalypse with the size changing yeah. and just like how he was just so you know hard to overcome and everything right that was really well done um but then like i said like a lot of it like i don't know it, it felt like i was i went back in time and i wasn't watching x3 x3 is absolutely terrible yeah but i was i was watching a comic book movie that was made prior to 2008. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I give it, like, probably, like, a B, if anything. There were parts of it that I did enjoy, but there was a lot of it that I didn't enjoy. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you there. You B, know? B minus. The thing that real that I really liked and that I geeked out with and everything, and I, like, you know, like, I'm sitting next to Vera, and I just I elbow her with the cameo with right. Hugh Jackman when he comes out was Weapon X. Oh, yeah. And he looked just like the Weapon X yeah. toy that I had yeah. when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. The stupid headpiece and the diaper and the yeah. whole deal. Like, oh, it was so awesome. That was cool. That was great. It's like they it's like they made up for the fact that they ruined it in all the other X-Men movies, and they finally gave us Weapon X, and he breaks out, and now, you know, go, go, go to town, man. That's cool. That was so. cool. Uh, speaking of X-Men, did you see some of the, I guess, the set photos or something from the third Wolverine movie uh, popped up online? Uh, I had heard about them, some pictures of, like, a grizzly old man Logan. Yeah, you can't really you can't really tell much. I mean, he's, like, pushing Xavier in a wheelchair. There's a young girl with him that people are speculating could be X-23, but um, she looks really young if they're bringing X-23 into it. She mm. shouldn't be, you know, X-23 probably... You know, if they're trying to get it right, should look around the same age as like Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, and Deadpool. Yeah. Um, and this girl looked real young, like eleven. You know, mm. like, so I, I'm not sure about that one. Mm. Um, don't know a whole lot about this third Wolverine movie, but it looks like it's being made, and Hugh Jackman looks like old man Logan. But well, I mean, they can definitely make some improvements <laughs> compared <laughs> to the first movies. Yeah, the first. I mean, Origins was god awful, and yeah. then you know you had that that other Wolverine movie where he was in Japan and they ruined Silver Samurai. I mean, um, I mean, yeah, that movie wasn't that bad, but yeah, I yeah. mean, I hate it when they when they they mess around with Origins and source material. I mean, it's one thing to to tweak it to make it fit, you know. And for some reason, they threw Viper in there too. Like, what, what? the hell? Like, why? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they get something right with this third one. This is going to be Hugh Jackman's final Wolverine movie, and yep. then the rumor is that they're going to pass Wolverine on in the way of X-23, kind of like how it is in the comics now with the all-new Wolverine, um, who is the clone, the female clone of uh, right. Logan. So We'll see what happens. Yeah, there. as things go on and on and on. Um, but uh, you got to figure with the reception of X-Men Apocalypse, and if they don't get things right, 
with Wolverine 3. And everything that was supposed to be happening with the Gambit movie seems to be on hold. The director is going to do another project. Channing Tatum, the rumor was he's possibly going to play somebody for Warner Brothers now in a DC movie. (laughs) So uh, what's going on with Gambit? You know, it's a real passion project for Channing Tatum, and uh, something is up with it. Yeah. You know, at some point, Fox... I mean, they can't be happy with the results of X Men Apocalypse. I think I think know? Fox is starting to to really to crumble. I mean, look at look at the whole thing with the uh, Fantastic Four. Oh yeah. You know, I think they finally they they've reached the tipping point. Well, that's okay though. Michael B. Jordan finally found a home. Yeah. He will be in. He's playing someone in Black Panther. There we go. So he has jumped he's... over to the MCU where he belonged in yes. the first place. There we go. But that means that. You know, if you enjoyed him as Johnny Storm, he's not going to be playing Johnny Storm yet. That's for sure. No. So finally, you know, we may see some movement Mm -hmm. here if if Fox can, you know, if well, even if they don't want to totally give it up. Yeah, I mean, do what Sony did. Make it. Yeah, make a deal with Sony. Yeah. With with, you know, like Sony did. It's Sony seems to be happy because Tom Holland. I mean, was a hit. I mean, everybody was raving about him in in Captain America: Civil Mm -hmm. War. So, Fox better, I don't know, Fox should probably just smarten up. Yeah, it's definitely time for them to do that. Greedy executives, there you go. (laughs) All right, speaking of the MCU, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, uh, people are beginning to rap on it. Uh, Chris Pratt, um, I think, was the most recent person to completely rap his filming, and he did that last week. And then uh, this week, we get that the synopsis was revealed, and uh, I will read that to you now. Okay, mm-hmm. you ready? Yep. Ready for this? Go for it. All right. Set to the backdrop of awesome mixtape number two, Ooh. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 continues the team's adventure as they traverse the outer reaches of the cosmos. The Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mysteries of Peter Quill's true parentage. Old foes become new allies and fan-favorite characters from the classic comics uh, we'll come to our hero's aid as the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to expand. Okay. A couple of things I get from that yeah. is, number one, Peter Quill's true parentage. So we already know that uh, uh, that they... Uh, crap, now I forgot his name, who they cast. Oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. They've cast... We know they cast Kurt Russell to be his dad. Yeah. Who his dad is, we still don't know. Do we definitely know that he's cast playing his father? Well... It's, it makes sense. It makes sense, and it seems like a lot of the rumors are easily confirmed for mm-hmm. that. So, I'm I'm putting my money on that. Yeah. And the other one uh, has to point towards plot with old foes becoming new allies. That's got to be Yondu and the Ravagers. Yeah, kind of meeting up and and and. Yeah, because me- I mean, we know Michael Rooker is mm-hmm. is pl- is back as Yondu because I I follow Peter Gunn. On uh, on right. Facebook. Well, it can't be Ronan the Accuser because yeah. he's uh he's out of it. Yeah. Um, it could be J- Jaimon Hansu, it, or did he die? Jaimon Hansu played one of uh one of Ronan's soldiers or something like that. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I mean, we're pretty sure I'm. Uh, there's Karen Gillan, I believe, is supposed to be. Yeah, I think she's back. She'll probably be Nebula, and you yeah. know, I she could, you know, she she, she could turn sides. She could. But I mean, what? I don't know. Maybe they're going to save her and she'll kind of turn sides once Thanos makes an appearance because we don't know if Thanos is going to show up in Volume 2 or not. True. Yeah, we don't know too much more else. But uh, I'm rereading the Infinity Gauntlet right now, by the way. Yeah. God, I, I hope that's the direction they go. <laughs> they, that would be amazing. Well, it's got to be. They, I mean, because after this, that's when they... they I mean, because... Th- you know, a third Guardians movie isn't going to come out before. No, the all the Avengers. It's not going to be Infinity War, but we're still going to call it that. Infinity War parts one and two right. uh, are coming out. Um, I think if we're going Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. I think the first, I think the first Infinity War movies with the Avengers taking on Thanos when he has the gauntlet on and happening exactly the way it happens in in yeah. Infinity Gauntlet, and Thanos just literally kills all of the Avengers. I mean, because that's what happened, man. I, I wish they could bring the X-Men into it because Cyclops' death in Infinity Gauntlet is, like, just so awful. He puts a cube around his head, mm-hmm. remember? And so he can't shoot his optic blast. Right. And he cuts off his oxygen. So he's literally suffocating to death. Cap is 
over smashing it with his shield trying to get it off of him, but it doesn't work. I mean, it was just like brutal, brutal yeah. deaths. He removed the adamantium from Wolverine's bones and turned him into a pile of rubber. Ugh. He couldn't move, and he ended up suffocating. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of suffocation, but, I mean, holy crap. It was just like unbelievable. I mean, Infinity Gauntlet would be badass, and if they do it that way, that's where I think you see in the second part, well, here comes the Guardians, and here yeah. comes Cap and his secret Avengers. Right. So. Well. Time will tell. Yeah, man. I like that. But still, I'm 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 really hyped about Guardians because I mean the first one was so good. Yeah, I love Guardians. And yeah, I bought the soundtrack. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so me much. too. I, I I actually got it for free off of Google Play. Oh, there you, oh yeah, I remember they were doing that. Yeah, they they offered it for free. I was like mine. <laughs> so there, that was definitely worth it. But that opens. Um, we got about a year. It opens May fifth, twenty seventeen. Yeah, a little so less than a year. Yeah. So. Um, but then uh, jumping over to the uh, to the other side of the street. Yeah, DC. Yep, the Justice League synopsis was revealed, uh, plus a new logo. I haven't seen the logo. Um, it, It's a logo, Justice League, and there's a little star in there. Does it, it doesn't, does it, you know, the font, I, well. I, it doesn't look anything like the Justice League font that you're used to seeing oh, okay. uh, in the comics. Well, well, to me, anyway. Yeah, well, well, I'll have to take a look at that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we're still uh, over a year away, November seventeenth. Yeah, we're way far away. Twenty seventeen, um, and the synopsis uh, that that was revealed. Um, uh, I mean, kind of, this just this was today. Like this is fresh. Yeah, super fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't even. I mean, fresh fresh right. from uh, the it's, death of Superman. Yeah, it's Tuesday, June twenty first, when we're recording. This literally just came out. Just came out. So uh, it says. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists the help of his newfound ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. Ooh. Ooh. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to find and recruit a team of metahumans to stand against this newly awakened threat. But despite the formation of this unprecedented League of Heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it may already be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. So I guess that leaves me wondering like who the big villain is going to be in this cuz there's going to be two Justice League movies. Yeah. Is it too soon for them to show the dark side cards because they kind of tease that a lot in yeah. Batman versus yeah, Superman. Yeah, in that in that flashback or flash forward sequence. Right. The dream sequence. The dream sequence the, that or whatever so, it was. supposedly was triggered by Barry when, yeah. when he was yeah. Trying to come through the to the future yeah. to the past, I mean, with the speed force. Yeah. Um, but uh I don't know. I mean this I mean this right here kind of inspires me, but I mean based on Batman versus Superman. Well, I think we're gonna get a different movie. Ben I, Affleck and Jeff Johns are now like the guys that are the most heavily involved. Yeah, in and Zack Snyder, thank God, yeah, is kind of off that project, and we got and and Jeff really is, um, he is he's basically the Kevin Feige of the DC universe for the movies, for absolutely. The movies, yeah, and for the comic book world, he's like he's DC's Bendis. I yeah. mean, he's the he's the guy that pretty much wrote the book on the DC universe. I mean, come on, I mean, he's brought so many awesome characters back and made me enjoy them. I yeah. mean, Green Lantern. I mean, his stuff on the Flash is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the DC Rebirth event that just happened, um, right. you know, is the the book itself was was awesome. I I couldn't believe some of the stuff that happened. Um, but man, Jeff Johns is the right guy. Yeah, put this in his control. He knows the characters. He knows exactly how they should be. Yeah, and Ben Affleck seems to really know his stuff, he's, and he's really passionate about it. Ben's always been, I mean, passionate. At, uh, you know, with all the comic book characters. I mean, even, Dare, uh, even Daredevil. He was. You know? He was very passionate about Daredevil. That was one of his most favorite characters. But unfortunately, you know, studio got in the way, and and yeah. and things just got too out of hand for them to be able to save it. I mean, even the. I mean, the I keep telling everybody, yeah, the the theatrical release is terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. But you watch the director's cut where they bring in all of that those cut scenes with with Coolio and a couple others. I mean, that actually ties what's there more together and makes it a more cohesive movie. Well, John Favreau is the one who directed that movie, yeah. correct? So yeah. he's the one who directed the first Iron Man. It's yeah. this is what happened uh, in 2008 with Marvel is they were finally like. You know, let's just do this the way that it's been done for years in the right. comics. 
let's let this director do his thing. Yeah. And look at what they did. And now the MCU, I mean, it's it's yeah. cinematic history at this point. At, at, yeah. I mean, I think John did a good job with, with it's just the editing was terrible. Because studios used to just run all over these yep. things. They and, you know, run over the plot. No, we can't have this. Can't have this. Right. Got to get rid of this. Yeah. I mean, you just got to look at the two Ghost Rider movies that came out. Oh, God. Just pitiful. Electra. Awful X three X Men Origins. Yeah. I mean, when studios get involved and yeah. let people just do whatever they want with characters that people are already familiar with, right? You're just gonna get a plate of hot garbage that's every it. single time. Yep, and that's and that's all I got to say about that. But yeah, this Justice League synopsis looks pretty good. Uh, like you said, November seventeenth, twenty seventeen. August, we'll get Suicide Squad. Yep. Um, haven't seen. A whole lot more on that, but the early reviews are in, and people were really liking Suicide Squad. Yeah, and there was there was uh, talk about some of the reshoots. Yeah, uh, and, and you know there was a rumor that it, you know the reshoots were to make it more funny. Mm -hmm. and, like what? One of the things I read in the review that I loved, and I know you'll love too, is that they said that Batman in it reminded them a lot of Batman from Batman the Animated Series. Ooh, and I was like, that is like. What, that's that's the to me that's the Batman. I mean right that's there. that's like the perfect combination of, I mean of everything that is Batman. And I yeah. know that it was inspired by Tim Burton's work. Yeah. And everything, but it just elevated it to a new yeah. level. And and it was a and it was a cartoon. And it was such a good cartoon that they turned it into its own comic. Right. And that's where we got Harley Quinn from, who has become one of the most fan favorite Batman characters. Yeah. And one of the best characters in all of comics. Exactly. So, I mean, Batman the Animated Series, if that's the route that they're going with it, yeah. God, man. It's going to be awesome. DC Cinematic Universe is shaping up to be really, really good. They, I mean, yeah, they're, they're hopefully, if the studio execs can yeah. get out of their own way and let the people that do love these characters do what they do mm -hmm. best, then I think we should be in good shape. I mean, it's just, you know, it's stumbling and everything. And yeah. they did, they, they had so much success with the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. Um, you know, mixed feelings people have about The Dark Knight Rises and everything, but say what you will, Christopher Nolan did three absolutely fantastic yep. Batman movies, um, and The Dark Knight itself may be the best comic movie that has ever been made. Yeah. Um, just from an all-around movie standpoint and everything. Yes. Uh, you know, and, you know, then you got Superman Returns, which they tried to build into that same kind of universe. It did not yeah, work. It didn't go. You know, Man of Steel came out, mixed feelings, Batman versus Superman, very mixed feelings. Yeah. But the thing that you get out of that is that Batman and Wonder Woman were so loved and they're going to be the ones at the front and center of this yes. Justice League movie. Yep. So I think that that's going in, you know, the right way. Yeah, Henry Cavill's pretty much going to be playing second seat for probably, I'm guessing, most of the movie. Yeah. We might see him like, Maybe I mean, I don't halfway through. I don't hate man. I don't hate Henry Cavill. I think that he does a good job portraying a Superman that um, is just a different Superman. He's uh, you know people didn't like the new Fifty Two Superman. Right. He's a younger uh, Superman that's you know he's, he's, he's broody and moody. Yeah, yeah. And that, I, I, that's not Superman. That's Batman. Yeah. Then that's uh, you know that's what they did to try and appeal to people. I think is they tried to make. Uh, Superman into Batman in the new 52 and now they've gone back in DC Rebirth yeah. and they're making him into the classic Superman again from like action comics and, and things yep. that everybody loves so um, maybe we'll see that maybe that Rebirth of Superman yeah. that we're going to get eventually because he ain't staying dead. Yeah obviously because right? I mean, we saw that at the end of Batman versus Superman yeah. with you know the dirt rising from, right. the, from the casket. And anybody who's read the comics and even if you didn't read the comics. I know. Clearly, Superman isn't still dead. Correct. They wouldn't have killed off one of the, like, probably the most well-known comic book characters and heroes and just, like, overall pop culture figures in the world right. in the 90s and never brought him back. And look who, I mean, yeah, right? when, he, when he, yeah, exactly. And when he died, look at all the other characters that came out. You got that new Superboy. You got Steel. You got, um, trying to remember who else. I mean, yeah. there's, yeah, so. Cyborg Superman. Cyborg Superman. Um, there you go. Yeah, just. It wasn't one of the guys, the Man of Tomorrow, or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. So there was a lot of cool stuff that came out with that, right? Um, you know, so so we'll see how that goes. But I mean, I'm 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 willing to give, uh, you know, Jeff Johns the benefit of the doubt since he's calling the shots now. He's on. He'll he'll get it. He'll right. he'll he'll get us where we need to be. <laughs> he'll definitely get us where we need to be. Uh, sticking with DC, moving over to the CW universe, a show that Rich and I really grew to like, yep. Supergirl. 
is officially moving to the CW. Uh, that news broke a while ago. It will still be on Mondays yes. at the same time. Yep. Um, and the big news from the last couple of weeks is that Superman yes. is going to be appearing. Yes. And yeah. not just through instant messaging and yep. weird shadowy figures. They actually cast an actor. Yeah. Uh, his name, uh, the actor's name is Tyler Hoechlin. I think that's how you pronounce yep. it. Uh, he's 29 years old. And uh, he's most known uh, for being on MTV's Teen Wolf, and he's been on there. Uh, he was there 2011 to 2014. Right. Um, so he's been cast as Superman, Clark Kent. He will be in the first episode. Right. And that's going to be really cool to finally see him yes. brought into the universe. That's you know what yeah. I'm saying. We, we got a we. I mean, we got a glimpse, a very quick glimpse of Superman in the next to last episode of of Supergirl for the se- for her first season. Yeah. Uh, you know, he basically flew into town and then disappeared. Disappeared. See you later. Yep, pretty um, much. So uh, we're gonna get more, which is awesome. <coughs> and I think the, the thing that is the thing that maybe might trigger that because Supergirl comes back, I believe, the tenth of October. I believe the week beforehand. Yep. October fourth is when the Flash and Arrow premiere. Yes. So, Air the Flash news breaking this week, season three. It was officially announced. Grant Gustin yeah. tweeted this, and he got permission from Greg Berlanti to do mm-hmm. this. The first episode is called Flashpoint. And I think the whole season is going to be like a Flashpoint. That's, well, at least the first half of it. You know, that's Yeah, that's what everybody is starting to think. Right. And now they're thinking because they've cast somebody as Superman and Supergirl, and she's on the CW now, mm-hmm. and Berlanti has stated... When asked the question after it was announced that she's moving over to the CW, what about Flash and Arrow and everybody getting, you know, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, everybody getting together? Yeah. He said, oh, I can do that with one story. And it's Flashpoint. And it's Flashpoint. So we're going to see, I mean, if this is is the case, we are going to see Thomas Wayne as Batman. Yeah. Which will be awesome, which means Bruce exists. Yeah. Clark and Kal-El, Superman exists. Right. And who's to say what other DC characters? Because Warner Brothers has pretty much already said, yeah, the, the TV and the movie universes are completely separate. Yeah. And Berlanti even came out and said, yeah, I wouldn't want to see Grant playing the Flash in the movies just because he's that good. He thinks he's too good yeah. for the movie version. You know, and it's a waste, too, because he'll be in like a two-hour thing when we get him for you know, 24 episodes. Exactly. So I think that it, it is good. Yeah, and that's another him, Jeff Johns project. We, we get him for 24 so. hours. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, everybody else gets him, you know, in the movie theater for like yeah, two hours. You can have Ezra Miller for a couple hours. We'll take Grant Gustin all day. Well, um, depending on his screen time. Yeah. How many lines he's got. Yeah, you mentioned Thomas Wayne. Uh, one of the biggest things in Flashpoint is the fact that Thomas Wayne is the one who becomes Batman. Right. In the Be- Flashpoint. Right. Because Bruce is the one who Bruce on this and, alternate Earth. I think it's Bruce and Martha both yeah, get killed. Yeah, Bruce and Martha. Yeah, Bruce and Martha both get killed. Somewhere along the lines when they are exploring this uh, this other universe, which is I think now in the DC comic universe would be Earth 2. Yep. Thomas Wayne is still, right. uh, is still Batman, and I believe Martha Wayne ended up actually becoming the Joker. Yes, um, yes, yes, so, yes, yeah. yes. So, I mean, that would be crazy. Uh, that would be crazy. But Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, who actually, he played Thomas Wayne in the beginning of Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out, and he was at a Comic-Con in Colorado over the weekend, and he said, uh, after learning about Flashpoint, he said that he'd love to play that Batman. That would be very cool. Flashpoint that is would very be cool. cool. That would be. Um, and he's no, I mean, it's not like he's a stranger to the TV. He's currently on The Walking Dead. He's yeah. playing Negan. Um, so if he would want, if he jumped in to play Thomas Wayne Batman, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that in the least. I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a badass, and I think that he would bring a lot to the table. Thomas Wayne Batman is crazy, though. Yes. He kills people. He kills people. He is ruthless. Yep. And everything. And, he, like, the emotions and everything in Flashpoint between the Flash and Thomas Wayne Batman and, you know, the whole thing is, like, help me become... Because Barry isn't the Flash. He doesn't have his speed. Right. And he gets the speed back. And Thomas Wayne helps him because he knows if he gets the speed back, then eventually... Bruce will come Bruce, back. Bruce will live. Yes. You know. So, I, but, I mean, it, it freaks me out just thinking about that we could see, you know, 
after Flashpoint and all that. Yeah. I mean, is it going to go back where we, you know, where we just have, you know, Arrow and the Flash and then maybe, you know, and then Supergirl and all I want to see... Flashpoint's a trip. Man. I, I want to see it so that it really puts the kink in the timeline where we get, you know, we get Flash, we get Supergirl, we get Arrow, then we get, you know, Aquaman and everybody else. But, I, you know, they make reference to them. They talk about them. Maybe we'll see them as, you know, they, they don't have to have their own series. Yeah. But, I mean, still, to be able to have those guys and see, you know you know, hear about the stories of the Justice League from the individuals, like in between, like in between, you know, oh, the Justice League had to go and fight this bad guy. Well, I mean, and then we see the flash, you know, afterwards and just kind of, you know, we don't see the whole Justice League together all the time. Well, I don't know if we're we're not going to get Justice League, but at the end of Legends of Tomorrow, the guy came as part of Justice Society. Yeah. So I think we're going to get Justice Society. Um, They're going to go the society route, and then you're going to just have players that may have been part of the Justice League Mm -hmm. at one point in time. Right. So they, but they're they're going to say Justice Society. I think they're going to bring back some of those classic Golden Age characters. Okay. To be a part of it, Um, because those are characters that they are not using or exploring at all. Right. In the DC film world, so it makes some sense to go with that. I'm really hyped. If they continue with John Wesley's ship as Jake Garrick, man. That would be awesome. Because, man, did he look great in he that uniform. He looked awesome. I was, that made me very happy. I, I was I was ecstatic, man. Yeah. That, we just, like, we don't need another, if there's going to be a big bad in the third season of Flash, it can't be it can't be reverse Flash, and it can't be a zoom, like, it's got to be somebody else. Yeah. I, and I don't know who that could be. Um, but, but wasn't reverse Flash part of the Flashpoint paradox? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Aobar Thawne was huge, was so a huge part of it. I, I think we'll probably. I mean, so you may be right with we might yeah. not see Flashpoint as a whole season thing, mm-hmm. but we will most likely see Aobar Thawne mm-hmm. somewhere in there, maybe an episode or two, just quick cameos or something. Yeah. Um, well, Bat and Thomas Wayne Batman is who ends up. I, he kills. Reverse Flash. Yeah. At the end of Flashpoint. I mean, God, yeah. There's a paradox right there. It's going to have to be, I mean, the first episode can be called Flashpoint. That's fine, but I think it has to go further than that. Yeah. And everything. They got to they gotta spread this out over maybe like three or four episodes. Yeah, absolutely. And they can't do it. They just can't do it in one. It's just too big. Yeah. So. I'd love to do that. So uh, where does that leave us with Arrow, though? That's a good question. You know, because Arrow this season was... Not great. <laughs> Fix the whole illicity thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand what is going on on Arrow. Um, I, I, Flashpoint can fix a whole uh, bunch of it stuff. It really, here. really can. And they, we can. They can fix it all good. So maybe we can end the flashbacks to the island because I'm really getting kind of sick of those. Yeah, what, I mean, uh, I, I get it. He was on the island for five years. We're at the. I mean. Well, they got to end by this season. I mean, they've been doing each year by the seasons, and yeah. we're in season five now. So that's got that's the final year on the island. At some point, he has to grow a crazy scraggly beard and yep. have long hair. And yep. you know, I mean, if you remember back to the pilot of Arrow, like they find him on this island, and it's like he's been there forever. And you know, at this point on the show, he's been off. He's been back in Star City. Yeah, he was in Tokyo. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really it's kind of silly and everything. Just it is stop with them. it. Really is. It's you like know? you know, it's like a James Bond subplot to yeah Oliver Queen, and it's just well. And I think that they're good. they got rid of a lot of that because uh, they, I mean, they got rid of um, they got rid of Amanda Waller, so she's no longer pulling those strings. And yeah. I think that they may have had a bigger plan in place. Before everything that happened with the DC Cinematic Universe, when they brought her on, yeah, and well, everything. that was and that was one of the that was a lot of the story too. When they, yeah, because I mean, they had Deadshot and then they killed him off, and yeah. then you had Suicide Squad and all that. Well, they had so many characters on Arrow that were yeah. part of the Suicide Squad. And then, yeah, they and had the, Captain Boomerang. Yeah, and they and they killed them all, and it just, ugh, man. So I'm hoping now that they pretty much let Berlanti off the leash and said, okay, it's separate. Yeah, you can you can have these guys, but clear clear some stuff with us first. Yeah, and and go from there. So, I I'm hoping that's what what's going on, and we can see some of these characters come to life. Just give me Diggle as Green Lantern. <laughs> I just want him to become Green Lantern. That would be awesome. It give would it, be awesome. Give yeah, give me Green Lantern and Arrow together, and 
oh man, my life is <laughs> my life is in a really happy place. All right, moving over to another side of the geek spectrum here. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Game of Thrones we right have now to. because season six has been on the fire. Yes. Oh God, man! Ep- episode nine, Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Best the Bastard Bowl episode ever. The Snowdown ever. Bolton versus Snow. The Who's Your Daddy Bowl. Pretty much. We don't know. We know our daddies. We don't know our mommies. Yes. <laughs> the only the only fault I really found with that episode is fucking zigzagging. Oh my God! I know. Rick on. Rick on Stark, man. Straight line. No. How long? Somebody's so, shooting at you. You start kind of moving around. When the hell did so Rick on Stark? The last time we saw him with Osha, who ended up biting the dust as well in this season. Yeah. Um. You know, last time we saw them, I think, I think was season. It was either the end of season three, and yeah. we didn't see him at all in season four. Yeah. Um. Or it was the end of, or it was season four, and I don't remember which one it was. But then he shows up in this season. Yeah. The Umbers bring him in as a captive. They've killed Shaggy Dog, which makes me yep. mad because they got to stop killing these damn wolves. Yeah. I mean, you're a dog guy. It's got to upset you a little bit. Yep. That all these awesome dire wolves keep going. I mean, freaking. Yeah. And and Brand's wolf died this season. That sucked. So now we Why got Ghost, and where the hell has Ghost been? Is I haven't my, seen you know? Ghost anywhere. He was there when Jon Snow came back to life at the beginning of the season, but where is he? And now? it didn't freak him out. Yeah, it didn't. Know, there's there's some there's yeah there's some little holes there and there, but I mean, yeah. still, I think it cost them a lot of money. Probably to put those in. Uh, the show's already, I think, it costs over a million dollars per episode. And this, yeah, and this, and this fight scene. Oh my god, big! So Very there, big. there have been some really awesome fight scenes in Game of Thrones. Uh, the battle, uh, what was it? The uh, the Blackwater. Yeah. The Blackwater was absolutely fantastic. Um, you had Hard Home. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the um the battle at the Wall between yep. the Wildlings and the Nights Watch. Yeah. I mean, there have been some really fantastic battle scenes and this is right up there with yeah. them man it, you know it reminded me an awful lot of and i know martin has said before that he kind of is inspired a lot by tolkien type stuff but yep. this really reminded me of the battle of pelinor field in return of the king oh yeah um in the movie and yep. uh you know uh at the end of it and everything when the all rope. hope looks lost and the rope hear them yeah show up they just ride in and yep. the same thing happened in game of thrones the yep. knights of the veil come riding yep. in just knocking them all down little, and everything. Littlefinger and Sansa just up on the hill watching them wipe right. out, you know. You know, and why didn't Sansa just clue him in? And maybe she did, but they didn't show it. But just clue him in. Like, hey, you know, I sent for help, you know. Yeah. And, God, man, what happened to the North remembers? I mean, what happened to that? I get the Starks being right. upset with the Starks for beheading their father. Yeah. I get that. I understand why they're on the Bolton side. Right. Um, but the Umbers, I don't get because I'm pretty sure I was either Big John, Big John Umber or Great John Umber. I don't remember which one. One of them uh, was was at the was at the Red Wedding, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know they've got to be just as pissed, and then yeah. here they are. Small John Umber is fighting right alongside Ramsey Bolton, and I was hoping in that big scene that. The Umbers come down, they surround them, and then it's just like in Braveheart with the right. Irish. Yeah. And the Irish charge and the Scottish charge, and then the Irish people drop their weapons and they all shake hands and they're basically like, I fuck the yeah. English. Like, yeah. you know? Like, that's what I was hoping for, and they didn't give it to me, though a lot of these fan theories are coming true, man. Right. <laughs> like we're 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 predicting what they're doing, like left and right. They yeah. they kinda had to they kinda had to go in a different direction, I think. But God, this episode was fantastic and what do you think? Was was Ramsey Bolton's death more rewarding? Spoilers if you haven't seen it, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, Bolton's dead. Bolton is dead, face eaten. So what do you what was the more rewarding death? Joffrey Poison, Ramsey Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey. I think so too. He did some vile, disgusting yeah, jo- things. Joffrey was I mean, Joffrey was a bad I felt kid. real good about them killing that little boy. Yeah. I felt real good about he, it. <laughs> He deserved it, but I like was character cheering. deserved it. I was cheering. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm, and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting, and yeah. he's tied up and he's in that cage. And he's bloody. He's just yeah. John Snow has beaten him like that. Yeah. Okay, that part right there. When at first, when he challenges him to single 
uh, single hand combat. Yeah. Says you and me fight for Winterfell, and Ramsay's like, I'll battle you. Battles him. They ended up winning. They, yeah. They break back into the castle, yeah. and then Ramsay has to go ahead and kill the damn giant. Yeah. Like, oh, that set me off. Yeah. Because that giant was awesome. He was cool. And uh, and then that Jon Snow, he had just had it. Like that, that was, was the it. end of it. Yeah, he was pissed. I that I mean, he picks up a shield. Ramsey's still firing the arrows at him, and he gets all the way over to him, and he just knocks him on his ass with the shield and just pounds his face. Yep, that was. Oh, it was kind of anticlimactic there for me because I'm thinking, oh god, don't kill him like this, don't kill him like this, hang him, do something. And then we cut to you know him tied yeah. to a chair in the cage and Sansa, and I didn't even pick up at first, that that was, you know, the dog pen. Yeah, I thought it was just like a dungeon. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then, you know, you but, start but, seeing the movement in the background. So what did he re- he referenced in the beginning of the episode that he his the dogs were going to have his way with Jon Snow's men because he hadn't fed them in seven, seven days. days. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. so they're starving. Yep, they're hungry. And, <laughs> of course, you know, you put, you put meat in there. Bloody, smelly yep. meat. Yep. And that was the end of that. When that dog got up on his lap and started to lick his face yep. and Sansa is just watching, my brother-in-law has been coming over to watch Game of Thrones with us while he's home from Boston College right. for the summer. So he comes over yesterday, or not yesterday, he comes over Sunday night and we're watching it. Vera's got her head turned away. Yeah. She doesn't want to see it. She doesn't want to see it. She doesn't want to see it. She wants it to happen. She yeah. doesn't want to witness it. Right. And we're both sitting there like, bite his face bite his face and when that dog lunged in and like bit his open mouth yep. and like just like onto his jaw yep we were both like yeah you bit his face off like <laughs> oh man like what a fitting death for that he, scumbag he totally deserved it and i feel bad because that actor has done a, such a great job he, of portraying ramsey he is awesome he is a great actor he's had to come out in statements and say like ramsey bolton is a character like i'm not this guy like yeah. i'm a nice guy yeah He's just a really damn good actor. He's just a really good... Yeah, he's just a victim of his own talent. I mean, geez. I mean, the things that he did to Sansa, you know, if any... If there were two people who deserved to kill Ramsay Bolton, say what you will about Theon Greyjoy. He went off the deep end for a hot second. But the things that Ramsay did to Theon... Yeah. Turning him into Reek, cutting off baby Theon. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, just, like, flaying his hand... So that his fingers were just basically, blech. Yeah. I don't know, ugh, that's disgusting. I mean, the, in the books when they talk about the things that he did to Theon and how he just peeled the skin off of his fingers so Theon would be in the dungeon trying to bite his fingers off because it would be less painful to have no fingers than to have the air constantly touching yeah. his, 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 like, basically just, like, the muscle underneath his fingers, like... Martin went into some crazy detail there, but shit. Like, now we are next Sunday, the Game of Thrones finale, you know. Was it Wings of Winter or something like that? Yeah, Winds of Winter is what they're calling it. Winds of Winter, yeah. Uh, Because Winds of Winter is going to be the name of the sixth book? No, wait, I don't remember. Well, the next book is going to be called The Winds of Winter. Um, But also in the last episode, you saw Daenerys really, like, come to power. You know, she gets on the dragon, and the masters are trying to take Marine. Yep. And I think Theon, or Theon, uh, uh, Tyrion explained it really well. Yeah. The Masters are trying to take out Marine because Marine is succeeding as a free city. And if they succeed as a free city, uh, if Marine succeeds as a free city, yep. then it shows the world that you don't need slavery. Yep. A world without slavery can work, and they can't have that. It's their way of life. Yep. So they show up to try and take down Marine. Little do they know that, you know, Daenerys is back. She's got her dragon with her, and the other dragons are breaking out of jail. Yep. You know, there's a jailbreak. Then Lizzie started playing. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Like, okay. like just like somebody recut that scene with Thin Lizzie jailbreak <laughs> coming out and the dragons breaking out, flying yeah. around, setting all the ships on fire. Boom. Um, what she did to those masters was Draconis. so, so good. Oh, like, yeah. Absolutely loved it. So the next question is now that she's here, she's made a deal with Theon and his sister who showed up some point in the episode yeah uh they show up there because i knew they were on their way and uh is she gonna be sailing to westeros now and is or is she gonna meet up at some point with Jon snow because i mean it's got to be the two of them at this point yeah because i mean she's she now she's got the unsullied right and uh you know she's also khaleesi 
So she's got right all the planes people. Mm-hmm. So and they just rode it and kicked so much yeah. ass. Oh, Mass, yeah, the sons of the harpy. They're gone. They're duh. So I mean, pretty much everything that she needed to do in, you know, over there is pretty much done. Yeah. She's got her ships. She's got the Ironborn fleet. Uh, she's you know, so. Yeah. And then the red, the all the red priests and priestesses are now yeah. you know kind of going around spreading. The word of Daenerys, yeah, letting people know about her, yeah, you know. So you got that spreading around. Eventually, she will make it back to Westeros, and she will overtake everybody. And I think at the end of the day, it's going to end up, it's going to end up being everybody versus Cersei, it's, and then it's going to end up being Cersei's going to have to help them with the White Walkers. Yep, that's that's the only way it can go because everybody's got to get together to beat the White Walkers. It has to get that way. Like I can't see that it it working any other way if. The if if dragon glass is the thing that kills them or Valyrian steel, right? And Daenerys has these dragons. Like obviously she's got to be there, yeah, to help destroy them. Yeah, uh, it's got it's just got to happen. So, but we're I, getting closer to that fight. I mean, obviously, because yeah. they've said that season eight is most likely going to be the last season. Well, yeah, but and then season seven is going to be short. Yeah. Um, but this season finale is actually going to be a seventy-minute episode. So make sure you strap in. Um, because that's going to be awesome. It's HBO. There's no commercials. You're just yep. looking at 70 cool. minutes of action. That's and right. And I cannot, I cannot wait. And for we've that. got, and yeah, we. So we, I mean, and I looked at the trailer, the preview for, uh, for that, for episode 10. Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got Cersei's trial in the Septum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Sir Davros, who, yeah, he has discovered that uh, the the Red Witch. Is she killed uh, Shireen? Yeah, because he didn't. He just knew that her and the queen had died. Right, like they didn't make it. Yeah, he didn't know how. And last season, Stannis, of course, burned his daughter to death. Right, because he thought it would bring him more power. And it didn't. No, it did not. He just ended up killing yep. his daughter for no reason. And he discovered what happened. So now it's yeah. like, yeah, Ooh, just absolutely terrible. I think he is going to kill her. I think so too. You That's what, what it mean? looks like. That's definitely what it looks like. Which, and I mean, at this point. She's brought Jon Snow back. Yeah. I don't know what a purpose uh, Melisandre serves. So if Davos wants to wants to take her out, yeah. go for it. But he just doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Like, he's vengeful. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's pissed. Right. About that. But I don't know if he's going to end up killing her. Don't know. I mean, he may wait till we, we he, I mean, if he knows that they need her mm. for, for this fight coming yeah. with the White Walkers, right. he'll probably hold off. He'll wait. Now, I don't know, like, this may be above your head, but fans of uh, of Angel within the Buffy universe, mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen with Davos and the Red Priestess Melisandre is going to be very similar to what happened at the in the season finale of Angel when, uh, when uh, oh, shoot, what was his name? I forget what his name was. He was one of the, one of the lawyers uh, who was a real, he was really bad. Lindsay, his name was Lindsay, I believe. Really bad guy, bad guy. The mm-hmm. whole the whole season, he kind of sort of redeems himself in the final season, but he's still a bad guy overall. Um, and Angel sends him and this demon Lorne on a mission to take out the last things that are going to be preventing them from being able to win this un- impossible scenario with the apocalypse or whatever. And at the end of the mission, Lorne kills Lindsay, and he says, "You shot me." And he said, "I was here to take out all the bad people. I'm under orders." And you're still a bad person. And so I think that's going to end up being with it. They're going to use her to her advantage. And then Davos is going to go, you know, you got to you gotta go. Yeah. You got to go. You got to pay. It's time to pay to Piper. Yep. Because it's time's up. Um, one thing that is still up in the air, too. Yeah. Um, they brought back the Hound. That yep. was really cool. Yeah. Because um, nobody really knew. Um, in the books, all there is is, like, talk of did he survive? People hear about a big man working with a peace cult in the woods and everything so they brought that to life on the show yeah um but the one thing that they haven't yet brought to life but we may get to because they brought back uh thoros of, yeah. M- of Muir. i think is that i think that's his name um he's the one who brings back catelyn stark mm-hmm. um from the red wedding as lady stoneheart who is basically catelyn stark but with absolutely zero shred of forgiveness in her mm-hmm. she just wants to get rid of every single person that had anything to do with her death, the death of her family, or anybody who has wronged the Starks. So, I mean, that 
would include in the books Brienne of Tarth because she ends up making a deal with Jaime Lannister. And even though Brienne of Tarth is working with her, she doesn't see that anymore. Like, every little piece of good that was part of Catelyn Stark is done. I don't know if they're going to go that way, but by bringing him back yeah. in this one of these most recent episodes, it wouldn't surprise me if all of a sudden Lady Stoneheart showed up. Because a lot of people are coming back. Yeah, they are. Like, a lot of people are coming back from previous seasons. And it's almost like the writers were kind of like, we got to get back on track here. We introduced a whole lot of people, yep. and then we went off to Dorne for a while. God, fuck Dorne, man. I hate <laughs> Dorne. And I don't know why people in the book fans like it either, but next week is going to be, I mean, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. And it's just going to be we're gonna crazy. See, we're going to see a lot of, I think we're going to see a lot of cliffhangers, too. I wonder if they've been saving, by the way, the R plus L equals J theory. Because they kind of got to it. We saw the Tower of Joy yeah. uh, in the one of the first couple episodes. Um, where Ned Stark and Arthur Dane mm-hmm. uh, kind of went up, or, or yeah, Ned Stark was it Arthur Dane? Yeah, Arthur, and he fought Arthur Dane, the Sword of the Morning, yeah. uh, one of the best Kingsguard in all of uh, Westeros history, um, to get his sister back because Rhaegar was supposedly kidnapping her and kept her in that tower. Right, and you kind of hear like a little bit of little, like a little baby cry yeah. at the top and everything, and everybody believes that that is Jon Snow. Jon Snow is Lyanna Stark's son with Rhaegar Targaryen, and Rhaegar was actually in love with her, and she was in love with him, but there was no way to get around it. And unfortunately, you know, Rhaegar died in Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. Um, but Rhaegar Targaryen, from everything that you read about in history books and things like that in the fantasy world of Game of Thrones, yeah. was not a bad guy. His father, the Mad King, was a bad guy. Rhaegar was a, was a good guy. I mean, if you listen to Barristan and Selmy, talk about him to Daenerys he's like you know Rhaegar was brave he yeah. was wise he never did anything that I would say was unethical so it's unfortunate what happened with that but you you know blood is thicker than water exactly unless you're Jamie Lannister yeah in that which case yeah you, know. you kind of got to feel bad for him I mean the reason he killed I mean the reason he killed the Mad King in the first place is because he told him to burn every single person in King's Landing yeah I mean he had the whole place filled with with a wildfire yeah no way. He was going to burn down King's Landing before giving it up, killing every single person in it. I mean, yeah, no, that's the reason not... why he's a mad king. Yeah, there you go. But I'm really I'm really stoked, man. This is going to be good. This is going to be so, so good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, obviously after this episode, we're going to have to wait a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, you know, I feel like it just came back. I know. It it's, goes so quickly. So there was fast. no break or anything. There was, you know, right. Usually they have like a two-week break in there, but nope. Yeah. It's just... Ten, ten episodes, boom, Right, done. ten episodes straight, we get it for ten weeks, yep. and then we got to wait months and months and months, and then the speculation begins, and then you and I get all crazy. And, yeah, you know, it's all crazy. My saving grace will be kill my time in between is that George R. R. Martin will finish Winds of Winter, yep. and I will read that before the next season. And you'll and, be ready to go. Yeah, it'll give me my Game of Thrones kick, because at this point in time, I'm more of a fan of the show yeah. than, than the books. Yeah. So. And all I'm basically doing is waiting for, right now, you know, once Game of Thrones is done, I'm pretty much waiting for Star Wars Rebel one, or uh, 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 Rogue One. Rogue One. Yep. And Star Wars Rebel. We do have a long, we have a while before Rogue One, yeah. right? Yeah, true. But we do have uh, Star Wars Celebration coming up in London. Maybe we'll get a new trailer. Uh, which is, I believe, next month. I heard that they. Disney was they were doing reshoots on that because Disney they, wasn't happy with it. Something, it was too yeah, dark. Yeah, something about that. Yeah. So Which we, is I mean, if they're doing a movie about the rebellion and a war, that's the movie I've been waiting for for a long time yeah, because all I, you hear about is this rebellion and you don't see except for a very small portion of it. Yeah. I'm I'm I don't know, I'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I, I gotta I gotta say I have faith. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll see. Yes, sir. See how it goes. So uh, but that about wraps that up. Yeah, I would think because yeah, we've we've definitely come to the time where uh, we have to go and go do more stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but thanks for listening, and uh, make sure that you go to the website xjockalbanyny.com. You can find all our previous episodes there. Uh, also, some uh, posts you know that we've been doing. Well, more BJ than me because I, I don't know. I've been I don't know what I've been doing. You can read my full X Men Apocalypse review if you're. Still on the fence about buying yeah. it on Blu-ray. Yeah, there you go. Just don't go to the theater. Save, don't save, waste your time. Save your nineteen bucks, I bet. <laughs> you know, unless you want the extras. Yeah. Like the like the uh, mall scene. I'll end up buying it. Yeah. 
That's how I am. XShockAlbanyNY.com. You can listen to us iTunes, Stitcher Radio, tune in, all that good stuff. And uh, until next time, stay geeky. <laughs>